0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Optimize Self podcast. In today's episode, we are talking with Taze Prodel. He is a colleague of mine. We work together. I find him quite an interesting young man. He uh, has already achieved a fair bit and is in the current process of opening up his own cafe. So we delve into a little bit of business, a bit of motivation, a bit of goal setting. We also talk a little bit about his upbringing in a religious family, uh, how that's affected his life positively and negatively. We also talk a little bit about religion and spirituality. Um, it's quite an enjoyable podcast, I had a lot of fun, um, the conversation flowed quite well and yeah, it's a good episode. If you guys are enjoying the podcast so far, please subscribe on iTunes, give me a rating, give me a review, give me some feedback. You can follow me on Instagram at optimize.self, um, hit me up and let me know what you think. I hope you guys enjoy this episode, here we go. Alright, Taze, how you going mate? Welcome to the podcast.
1: Oh, thank you very much, Iman. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Um, so, I just wanted to get you on here because I, uh, I currently work with you. Um, we both make coffee together Indeed. for a living. Yeah. Um, And the more I've got to know you, I kind of uh, realise that you've... I feel like you've had a bit of an interesting life so far. I mean, you're still only, what, 24?
1: Yeah, 24.
0: Um. So, I mean, I just wanted to, like, talk a little, before we get into, like, business side of things and talking about kind of what's going on, um, I don't know, just give, give us a bit of a rundown of, I know, your, you know, your journey so far, like, how you came to where you are so far.
1: Yeah, sure, man. I mean, uh, grew up in Tassie, um, which was, you know, really nice in Devonport, you know, so lived in a small town, small school, um. Yeah, nice community. Yeah, but um, also grew up sort of half in a religion and half out. Yeah, so uh, a lot of my uh, family are Jehovah's Witnesses. Okay. Yeah, but um, another part of them are sort yeah, yeah. Of, sort of bit of bit of church stuff, but a bit of normal stuff. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and how did you like from like day dot? You know, were you was was there like a, a like a religious Ideology in your family, like from when you were as young as you can remember?
1: Yeah, so I guess um, that's how my parents would have met. Yeah. So both my grandparents are, are religious. Okay. And so I guess, yeah, both sides of my family are, yeah, quite religious. Yep. Had religious parents, but so they split up and... Yep. So my dad is still religious, but my yep. mom
0: isn't, yeah. What, um, just for people that don't know... Can you give us a quick rundown of what Jehovah's Witness is? Which part, it's Christian Christianity. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's basically it's a sort of Christianity, but it's uh, just a little bit different as far as some of their beliefs. Yeah, um, they sort of don't really believe in hell, but they believe in like paradise earth. Okay. And they have, yeah, they also just have different ways that they go about religion as far as. You know, they do lots of door knocking, mm. but they're also really exclusive. and They yep. have a really sort of tight-knit little community. Yep. Which, uh, you know, it has its ups and its downs, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. for
0: sure. And what are some of, the, some of the things you might... Like, were you involved in it quite a lot growing up in the sense of that kind of door knocking? Because I remember, like, where I grew up, like, say, northern New South Wales, like, near yeah. Byron Bay, Nimbon area. And I grew up in the bush, like, in the sticks, and I, re- and, and for some reason, for somehow like the, um, I remember Jehovah's Witness coming over to our place and we're down like, you know, a two kilometre dirt road up, you oh, know, yeah, and, that, and they still we'll managed to, it, yeah. still managed to come and knock <laughs> yeah. on our door and we would always just politely say, no, we're not interested, but yeah. were you ever involved in it to that extent?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, pretty much every weekend, every Saturday yeah we'd get up and we put our suits on and get our little brochures and. And whatnot, and, yeah, yeah, we spread the good word. Yeah, nice.
0: <laughs> it's interesting. Um, and when when did you kind of you know like at what age was it was there any like a an age where you started to kind of like diverge from it and and break off?
1: Yeah, yeah. My um, because I've got an older brother. Um, he was sort of, you know, like playing up as sort of teenagers mm-hmm. do, but you know, sort of, I guess, sort of pushing the limits of, you know, what was okay. Yeah. You know, maybe... Because, like, there's some really strict rules within the religion. Like, you're not really supposed to have a girlfriend. Mm. You know, you're not supposed to go to parties or anything Mm. like that. So... Um, And obviously, I looked up to my older brother. Yeah. And as he sort of... Yeah, I guess it, it happened pretty young for me. Maybe, you know, early teens is where I sort of stopped being interested. It wasn't as much a theological thing, but more of just a... Oh, I just want to have fun and yeah. be a kid, and you know, not miss out. Yeah, not go to church all the time, and you know, yeah, just yeah, have fun. So yeah, just sort of lost interest. Yeah,
0: yeah, interesting. Um, yeah. and then you like, and then your parents, you said they eventually separated, and and that was a that was more of a kind of turning point as well. Well, or?
1: yeah, no. So my my parents separated when I was about two. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I did. So I grew up sort of in the church, but also out of the church. Yeah. Which was was good in a way that I had, you know, I had uh, an idea of what being out of the church was like as well as being in the church. Yeah, yeah. So I could kind of actually make that decision. Which, yeah. Um, which was good of both my parents, you know. Like, my mum was always re- really good about, you know, still letting me go to church even though she wasn't. Yeah. And likewise, Dad, you know, understood that while I was with Mum, I was going to, you know, do whatever she wants. Yeah, for sure. They're respectful in that way, which is
0: yeah, yeah. good. And was there any, like, ever, um, you know, like, say from the the more of the the head of the churches, like if, say, other family members, or they saw people kind of leaving and straying away from the church, was there ever any, um like, discipline in the sense of, like, questioning, like, why are you going or why are you leaving? Yeah,
1: well, yeah. That's one of the funny sort of things about the religion is depending on how you leave... Um, affects how they're going to treat you quite yeah. a bit. Um, they they hold a lot of uh, importance on baptism. Okay. So, and they do adult baptism, which means after you know you get baptized as an adult, and so you understand that you're sort of devoting yourself to the religion. Um, so, some of my family members that uh, that left the religion and were baptized. Are sort of disassociated completely, yeah. so they don't really get contact from the family. Yeah, yeah. Um, but funnily, you know, if you weren't baptised for some reason, that is okay. Okay. Because uh, I can still talk to because I wasn't baptised. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, there's you know I can talk to family that yeah are in the church and family that aren't. Yeah. It's sort of uh, yeah, weird little rules about it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And eventually, like, was this... Like, eventually you ended up moving to Canberra, didn't you?
1: Yeah, yeah, so... Um,
0: for those who don't know, that's the Australian Capital Territory. Yeah.
1: ACT. ACT. Um, yeah, my mum got a job there. Um, and she sort of stayed in Tassie so that we could be, you know, close to uh, Dad and her for a long time. But she got this opportunity and, um, yeah, she, she moved to Canberra. and Yeah. So I went with her, which was, you know was a tough time because my dad uh, and my brother stayed in Tassie, okay. so, and I went with my mum to Canberra, but um, it was good, man. You know, Tassie can be, uh, or where I grew up was a very sort of small town, mm. and I think moving to Canberra was really positive because it sort of opened up my mind to, mm. you know, mm. city life. And,
0: yeah. Well, you know, not a big well, city yeah, like it Melbourne, is, but, yeah. yeah. And what's it like going from, say, like Tasmania, which is like, you know, quite a small, I guess it's a small state, it's a big island as well, yeah. I guess, but um, li- like, living in like a small country town like Tasmania, to like a large town, small city of, you know, the the political centre of Australia, which is the ACT, like, what's it like, what is it like, growing, like going to high school in, in Canberra anyway?
1: Yeah, it was... Um... Yeah, less rough, I suppose in in Canberra. Yeah. Like you know, in in Tassie, you know, there's definitely uh, you know a lot of rough kids and lots of fighting. Yeah, and yeah. All that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, oh, there's there's funny little differences like, just um, you know, in Tassie, you still sort of had that that primary school format where it's like you have your one teacher. Yeah. you seven and eight. Yeah, yeah. And then when you get to Canberra, it's all, um, you finally, you have like, you know, you go to science and you go to math. Yeah, yeah. So, I remember uh, like, coming to um, Canberra and um, having a science class and I'd never even seen a periodic table before. Yeah, yeah. in Tassie, it was pretty, yeah, pretty basic where I went, but.
0: Yeah, cool. Yeah. And um, you went Canberra and then you eventually moved to Melbourne, but before we get into you moving to Melbourne, when did you first start? Because you make a, an amazing cup of coffee. Well, thank you. I have to say, um, when did you start starting to get behind the machine and, and making coffee?
1: Oh yeah, well, um, first job was at. I don't know if you've heard of this really boutique cafe <laughs> called uh, Gloria Jeans. No, I have never heard of Gloria Miss you know? <laughs> <laughs> Missing out. No, when I was like fourteen, I um, got my first job, and so my my mum came with him with me to the uh, the shopping mall, and I had my little resume. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No experience. Okay, no experience whatsoever. <laughs> but I was lucky enough to score a job at Jeans. Um, yeah, learned learned a bit of coffee there, and then after a few years, sort of progressed to, to cafes. Yeah, worked in a couple of cool cafes in Canberra, like uh, Farmer's Daughter and uh, Good Brother. Yeah, where I learned a lot of. Coffee skills Yeah Um Yeah And then sort of Made my way to Melbourne eventually Yeah
0: How old were you When you moved to A larger city like Melbourne
1: Um Of Melbourne Actually I moved twice I moved Once when I was fresh 18 I, um Yeah wanted to go to the big city And wanted to Uh Just be a musician Yeah I Play a bit of music Um Yeah so I moved To Melbourne Like yeah Let's uh Bit of rock star. yeah yeah but um yeah, sort of just found myself, yeah, like just not really, yeah, not really going down that path, so I um, came back to Canberra, yeah, did a bit more, uh did a bit more music in canberra, which is which is really cool, yeah, um, but yeah, then found myself back in Melbourne,
0: yeah, for sure, yeah, and obviously it's where you stayed for a while, um yeah. so <clears throat> From there, you've gone, you know, you've obviously had a bit of experience, you know, like, you know, like the the way you kind of grew up and then moving around a little bit. Yeah. Um, before we jump into some more of the business stuff, I just wanted to ask, like, how has, you know, having a bit of an influence of like a, uh, like a religion like that and being in and out, like one foot in, one foot out. Mm. Um, how, like, how does it affect, I mean, not affect, but how do you see like your own type of... Being on spirituality now, like, you're a full-grown man and you've, you know, you're engaged, soon to be married, you're starting your own business, like, what, what, have you taken good and positive from it, like?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think, um, growing up, it's definitely swung in different directions. Yeah. When I first left the religion, I was probably quite anti-religious. Yeah. Because, because uh, my personal experience with it sort of, sort of splitting up some of my family. mm but, um, then I think you know, as you grow up, you you start to see religion as you know it can have its purpose mm. and same with spirituality in general mm. that it's um yeah, it, it's it I, I guess you can't really um, just think of spirituality as religion. Mm. it can be a lot of different things, and it can do a lot of good for different people mm. as well but um institutionalized religion, I'm still. Mm. Not not a fan of, but, you know, also yeah, you know, each to their own. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, for instance, do you like do you have your own ideas? Of, obviously, like, you know, prayer's a big thing in you know, I'd say any a lot of religions and and praying and you know, if they're asking God or Jesus or whoever it is. Yeah. Do you ever for instance like I don't say I pray but I might, you know, I um I, I would write things down or I ask, in a sense, I'm asking myself, you know, just if it's for permission or just giving myself a pep talk, you know, or running yeah. through ideas in my head and being like, okay, I want to be successful, I want this, mm-hmm. I want to make sure I'm that and that. And you could say that's a, a form of prayer. Like, yeah, do, do, you, do you ever do anything like that in for, for yourself?
1: Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I like to, to reflect on, yeah... I, I guess what I would say that I do is um, just try to look at the bigger picture sometimes, whether yeah. that's, you know, coming from a spiritual place or even a sort of scientific place. Or, yeah. You know, I guess it, it is important to take those, sometimes take that time out mm. and just sort of, yeah, look at where you you know, you fit in all of this mm. and, and not to get bogged down in, in you know, your small little problems. Mm. Sometimes you, yeah, yeah, you can... Um, Yeah, it's good to sort of meditate on, you know, where
0: you are. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I mean it doesn't have to be like you know, like it's not like I'm asking God or I'm asking, you know, Jesus or Muhammad or whatever it is, whoever it is. I you know, like you can have that that strength and that power within yourself to have that, you know, that self reflection and it's definitely helped me over the years is making sure I have I, I do self reflect on what's going on in my life, and kind of like you know, if it's organizing your thoughts and your actions and what you're doing in into boxes or in your own mo- in your own in your own head, or writing down you know the pros and cons of a situation that's happening or a plan that you have, and you can call it religious or spirituality or whatever. But I think they're some of the good traits you can you can pull from some religions is is the idea of 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 prayer or, or asking, you know, yeah, yeah. For sure.
1: Yeah. And also things like, um, yeah, the, the religion can offer some really strong foundations for mm. people, you know, especially, you know, um, yeah, just things like, you know, honesty, uh, community, mm. um, self-sacrifice, yep. or, uh, discipline. And, and there's definitely a lot of good things that religion can give you. Mm. you
0: know? mm.
1: And yeah, any religion or any sort mm. of spirituality.
0: So would you say the the experiences you've had that have they would have shaped you in some positive ways? And for sure, I'd like got, to think so. Yeah yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, it's cool, nice. Um, I know this is a bit of a far like a another kind of one of those questions, but like, I mean, I was asked it the other day. Like, do you believe in God? Mm. Yeah, like. Like how would you how would you react to that question in the sense that you've you've had the experiences of a church but yeah you know you're not part of it anymore at all
1: Sure um, I would say that I believe there was a certain magic yep. a certain there uh, you know, there had to be something that was just beyond our understanding to make something out of nothing mm. And whether you think that's you know a sentient sort of being that was there that did that mm or you just think it was just the magic that is mm. um, yeah Yeah, obviously no one knows that answer yeah 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 I definitely think there's 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 some amazing you know amazing things about this world that we don't understand yeah um, but there's also amazing things that we do understand yeah I think that's that's what I really get interested in is, is the you know so the sort of yeah the scientific stuff that we that we we do know. We, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, for sure. That's a good, good answer. Um, cool. So now you've been. How long have you lived in Melbourne for now?
1: Um, it'd be just on like three years.
0: Three years. Yeah, and you've been, you've been making coffee at where we work out, which is I'll give a shout out to West Forty Eight in <laughs> in Footscray here, Western Melbourne. It's a pretty good cafe. Well, it's, it's an amazing cafe, I should say. Best in the west. Um, so you moved to Melbourne three years ago. Did you get a job at this cafe at West 48 straight away? I
1: did actually. Well, actually I, I worked at one cafe around the corner for a couple of weeks, but I'd um already applied at West 48 and then I got the call back and I was like, yep, yeah, I'll jump ship. Yep.
0: Yeah. Um, and, yeah. And you've been there for three years now nearly.
1: Well, yeah, actually the, um, I went to a staff meeting before I started. Yeah. And that was where I met my fiance. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There you go. <laughs> it's funny how it works out, eh? Yeah. Um, so you've been, you know, you've been making coffee, serving serving amazing coffee and good service in the West. And over these three years of making coffee, and obviously the experience you've had in the past of you know, the small cafe like Gloria Jeans in Canberra when you were fourteen, then the other the other cafes that you gained experience at. To where you are now, like, when did you make the decision that you wanted to start your own business and open up your own cafe?
1: Yeah, well, it was always, um, it's something that i would always been interested in, like, as just working in the industry, you you could see, um, you see a lot of things that work really well, and you, I guess that's, I think a lot of people would really like to, um, you know, just be their own boss and Mm. be able to own their own place, Mm. But, um, yeah, I guess it was always part of my um life goals that I wanted to do someday, yeah, but i I was lucky enough to find myself in a position with a with a partner that could back me and who was also interested in doing that that we um that we could decide together that that's what we we're gonna do mm. so very lucky that that I had that
0: yeah, yeah, cool, and what was the process say like once you were like you know, it's always been a bit of an idea, but when did you start putting like an action plan together to like be like, all right, well, I need to take some steps now to, to want to make this more of a reality. Yeah. Like what were the action plans?
1: Well, for me, it was, I I went the the university route. Of, yeah. You know, the, um, the TAFE course route. I went, all right, so I need, I want to start a business. I need to understand more about small business. Yeah. So I enrolled in a, of small business management course, and which was you know, which was awesome. It helped me understand, like, you, I guess you, you know the industry from the inside, as far as you know how operations work and you know, you know, cafe trends and stuff like that. But um, understanding, you know, tax and super, and mm. um, you know, profit and loss and cash flow, and all these other sort of uh financial and marketing sort of um, stuff like really helps you yeah. as far as giving you more of a direction of what your business is and and you know where it can grow yeah for
0: sure yeah so you ended up doing a, a business course and a short yeah. business course and that was was it a 6 month course
1: yeah it was just like a 6 month intensive sort of yeah um you spent a full 8 hours on a monday um, and then just load you up with all this stuff you got to do for the week, and you come back. Yeah, and then um, yeah, just go from there.
0: So once you had completed that course, what did it allow you to do from there?
1: Yeah, so the course. I mean, one of the main things that the course helps with is you. D- you actually work on a business plan that can be presented to a bank, and you need to have a pretty good, um, pretty thorough business plan for a bank to accept for a loan mm. especially if you don't have if you're like a startup and you you know you don't have a house or a car to mortgage mm. against so you need to have um, yeah a really thorough business plan so that they can feel confident in, uh, in like investing in you mm.
0: and that's what you you pretty much got out of the end of this course was a, a solid business plan that you could present
1: yeah that's it I mean over six months we we got from oh you know I'd love to have a cafe one day to like. All right, this is what we're doing. This is, um, these are the products. This is what they're going to cost. This is, um, you know, this is where we are in one years, two years, five years. Yeah. You know, this is the area that it's going to be. This is the, you know, everything from the, um, you know, your staffing, your chef, you know. Yeah. Um, you name it. You, you plan it all out. Yeah. And so then then it's just a. A matter of doing what you've
0: planned. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, so now you've you've got that business plan. You've presented it to the banks and it's been granted. Yeah, yeah. And you've ended up finding a space. Um, you found a place that you actually want to, you know, establish a business. And yeah. you've you've started this shop fit out. You know, you've done. You know, by the sounds of it, you've done you've done a fair bit on it. Yeah. Um, well, it's kind of like, what was the expectation versus the reality now that you're actually gone from, all right, I've got the business plan, I've got the loan, you've found a place, and now the shop fit out has started. Like, you've yeah. obviously realized that it doesn't happen as quick or...
1: You yeah, know. that's it. Even when you think you've, um, you've had a generous estimate, it's, it's, it wasn't even close. You know? Yeah. Well, I guess we, we thought it would be, you know, three months and we'd be ready to open... But I guess th- there's just a lot more involved, um, these days as far as, you know, council applications, you know, plumbing applications, um, and also just, yeah, just the physical work that you need to go in to make, a uh, a room, an empty room, a cafe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially if you're doing it from, from an empty room. Like if you're taking over another business, then obviously it'll be a lot quicker, but we, um. Yeah no, we chose to go. Yeah nice. The full hold.
0: And now it's now you I mean it's obviously still rolling along and you know there's yeah. a few hurdles but it's all part of the process isn't it? And it's just learning.
1: Oh that's it yeah.
0: Um, cool. So sounds like things are rolling along quite smoothly. And one thing I wanted to just say is you you are going to have a little bit more of a different appeal on the cafe. You're going to open a, a vegan cafe.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be vegan. Yeah. So uh, my partner and I are vegan. We love vegan food. Yeah. Um, and we think it's a really, um, yeah, really good way to live, and, and that's that's what we are really interested in. Yeah. And so yeah, that's that's what we wanna we wanna do. That's been our dream is yeah. to have a, a vegan uh, cafe and nursery. Yeah. Because my partner is a horticulturalist, um, so she's she's gonna be. Um, Having lots of different plant arrangements that you can um that you can purchase, yeah. As well as yeah, vegan food. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Great coffee.
0: And obviously, like in these the western suburbs of Melbourne, there's um there's I wouldn't say there's anything like it that's going to be a a, a trend. Or I guess you could say trendy, but like a, a a very a very nice place where you can go and eat. That's that's clean. That's inviting. Yeah. Um, and it's also you like it's 100% vegan. I mean not 100% you said you might be doing, you know, obviously dairy milk for your coffee because it's it's a popular popular yeah. way to make make money, but it's I think it's a great idea because you are you one you're taking a risk in the sense of not being, you know, a normal cafe that serves lots of meat products, but you're doing you're following your dream and you're following your passions, but you're you're adding a bit of a twist to it and I yeah. think it's going to be great. Like, yeah. Like, how does it feel? Just, just, just kind of realizing it a bit more now.
1: Oh, I mean, it's it's totally nerve wracking. Yeah. Um, especially as responsibilities start to add up. Mm. But at the same time, it's yeah, it's it's super exciting. Mm. And it's um, yeah, it's amazing to see a space sort of come to life, and and you can just walk through and start to imagine mm. what your life will be like for the next you know, yeah. five years. Yeah, ten years or whatever. Yeah,
0: yeah. What do you What do you love about um say? I guess it's hospitality. Like, yeah. what do you love about about hospitality in like the service industry like this?
1: I guess it's just I. It's somewhere I've always felt comfortable. It's where I've always worked. Yeah. Um, and I, I just love the, the feeling of coming to a, a great place with great music, great food, mm. having a chat to people in the community of all all different types of mm. people. Um, yeah, it's just a, it definitely fits with who I am Mm. and and it's, it's, I find it really relaxing and, Mm. and really, um, just a good place to be. I think I could, I could do that for, I'd be very happy, uh, working in cafes for a long time. Um, I guess I just wanted to, yeah, start something that, um, that I can be really proud of and something that will last long. Yeah, for sure.
0: Now you've achieved... All this so far, and you turned twenty four a couple of months ago, didn't you?
1: Yeah, yeah, November.
0: Yeah, so I always, when I when I see you, you know, every day at work, I am kind of blown away at the maturity that you have, um, and the calmness, and how you know collected you are, and how obviously professional you you do hold yourself. Um, and you've got yourself a bank loan, you know, you're in a bit of, you have obviously, you know, the debt's natural and you're starting your own business in your cafe. Like, I'm, I just get blown away sometimes at how you, you seem so relaxed and, and calm and, and, and in the process of this all. Is there anything that you do that that helps you kind of, you know, keep focused and not let the, the worries or the anxieties of opening your own business get to you? Or is it yeah,
1: just... Yeah, uh, there's, there's lots of different ways you can go about it. I I always just look at it as in, you know, anything that's worthwhile is probably gonna be hard. Yeah. You know, and it's gonna be you've just gotta take things step by step and you've got to make sure that you're focused and that you just you do what you can each day. Yeah. And then you get up the next day and you do what you can. Yeah. Um and eventually you you get to a certain point and you might feel, you know, a bit a bit stressed or worried or Whatever, but you can look back and say, "Look at all this that I've done." Yeah, you're just gonna keep making sure you you do stop and reflect and, and be happy with yourself and your progress. Yeah, because um, that's it. It can't all be about. There's not always really an end game. It's about you know you gotta you gotta try to enjoy the process. Yeah, and um,
0: yeah, and we yeah it. for sure. And it definitely to me, I mean, it seems like you. You are enjoying the process and the journey rather than worrying about the destination so much. Um, We were talking before how you were saying, you know, if you were to write a list of all the things that I had to do to like all the things (laughs) I had to get done to open up the business and get, okay, I've got this due, this needs to be organized, then it would be way too overwhelming. Yeah. So part of that like process and that journey, would you say just ticking off the small things bit by bit? Is That's key. It.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think you've just gotta I mean, I, I write lists all the time. I like to you know, I get up in the morning, have my coffee and food and then I'll just write a list and it's what I'm gonna do for the day. Yeah. Um and I make sure I, I think about what's what's necessary, what's what's urgent, um and what are like sort of processes. Yeah. So things that you gotta start now because it takes weeks or whatever. Yeah. Make sure you've started all those sorts of things. But yeah, it's just about having a manageable list of of things that you need to do for your business and going through them one by one, smashing them out, yep. ticking them off, calling it a day. Yeah. Easy as that.
0: Yeah, nice. <laughs> is this something that you already kind of had in place before, you know, the business had started? You already knew these things or is it something that you picked up just from from getting started on the on the new business?
1: Yeah, it's just how I've sort of naturally found myself um, getting through my workload. It's, yeah. It's just making sure... It's just the way that I've sort of um, figured out that helps me focus. Um, and I think also just watching a few different videos of... Um, yeah, it's sort of entrepreneurship stuff where people try to... Um, they, they show you good techniques for being mindful and focused. Yeah. And, and you're not getting overwhelmed by... Mm. Um, you're having your own business and having responsibilities
0: mm. but yeah. yeah man sounds yeah. awesome and I can't wait to the to the cafe opens um, because I obviously want to go there and eat and drink coffee and check it out but I would love to get you back on here once everything's up and operating and maybe you've been open it. for six months or something and get back on and do another do another recording and we can we can discuss see, what's happening.
1: let's see if it's still a uh... See if it's still going. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so great to talk to you today, today Taze. And um, I will be discussing things further with you and we will uh, we'll take it from there. But thanks for being on the podcast.
1: Yeah, no worries, man. It's been a pleasure.
0: Awesome.